welcome back to Almost Academic. We're in a new location today. We moved from the bathroom and we upgraded to the closet. The walk-in closet. The (laughs) walk-in. So no more toilet, no more cleaning supplies. We are with shoes Shoes. and sweaters and the whole shebang. Nine yards. So here we are. Yeah. So today we have a slightly different episode because Mm -hmm. we are going to be asking each other three questions and we don't know what the questions that the other person is going to ask are. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to take turns answering. They're all obviously grad school related. Don't show me your questions, Katie. (laughs) Um, Should we just get started? Yeah, but should be fun. And then we're also going to do at the end both of our biggest regrets. Yes. So that's a that's a big a big one. But we haven't thought about any of the other answers, so yeah, we don't know the questions. This yet. is our first response. Yes. So okay. am I asking first? Go. Okay. So my first question is kind of a two <laughs> Okay. <laughs> don't be so giddy. A two part question. Mm-hmm. So, the first part is, if you could change anything about your application the first time around and the second time around, what would you change? In the second part, because I didn't want it to seem so negative, uh-huh. the second part is, if you could have highlighted something about your application more than you did when you were applying, what would that be? Like so the application itself, like, what I wrote? Not necessarily, it could be in your personal statement, but Mm. maybe, like, you had some experience that was, like, Mm. really good and you wish that you played it up more than you did. I think the first time around, I think in general I didn't really, like, push anything too hard. I was just kind of like, okay, this is what I did. Like, I feel like I should have been more into, like, I wrote, or, like, I was an author on this publication or like really upped my undergrad advising experience stuff like that I feel like I kind of lowballed myself and on the second application I think I also should have I guess kind of done the same thing like kind of done research more I talked about like the conference I went to and how it was a really big thing But I think I should have talked about the lab more and also maybe my internship more. So I think it was a really unique experience that not a lot of people have. Mm -hmm. And then for the positive, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how it's supposed to go. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I feel like... I feel like my strength isn't necessarily the application. It's the interview. Okay. You know? So I feel like I'm very personable. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get a little giggle. I can get a little ha-ha. <laughs> you feel a connection to me. <laughs> so I feel like that's where my strength is. I think that's very important because that's, like, what carries it home. hmm Like, I feel like you see me and you're like, okay, she doesn't think she's a bee's knees. Like, we'll get along. Yeah, Yeah. like, you're not cocky about your experience and, like, what you've done. No, I should be more, maybe. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, so... That was a good answer. Thank you. My first question is, what was your most embarrassing...
embarrassing moment of grad school. Oh my gosh. And I have oh, one of story. Grad school? Yeah, of grad school. Oh, I know what you're going to say. It's my TA story. Yeah. Oh, but amazing. Is that, that was... what you were going to say? That like, was. Is there something else? Um. So, first, when you said that, I was thinking of undergrad and I was mm-hmm. like, I can't even think back that far. But of grad school, I don't know if I've really had. Oh, I know a good one. Okay. Um, so I guess now I have to tell both stories. Yeah, tell yours first. Okay, so I would say my most embarrassing moment of grad school, um, is a product of Zoom University, Mm. and I was in a meeting in bed, (laughs) and, um, Lucy, my cat, turned my video on, and I didn't know, and it wasn't like I wasn't dressed or something was, like, inappropriate. I was just, (laughs) like, in my bed, like, sitting in bed. Yeah. And people do log into zoom like that I just personally do not and so for me I thought that was extremely embarrassing and then on top of that I didn't notice that my video was on for I don't know how long I think it was only a minute or two realistically but I was in a meeting with like faculty doctors like I was mortified after Mm -hmm. and then when I'm embarrassed about something I feel like I have to tell everyone about it Mm -hmm. as like to minimize the effect in a way And so then I, like, texted my advisor, and I was like, oh, my God, I just did this. How embarrassing. And she was like, it's fine. You were dressed. Like, it could be way worse. And I was like, you know what? You're right. It could be way worse. I've seen some TikToks. (laughs) It's always the TikTok. (laughs) Of, like, insane things. Like, inappropriate things. Yeah. I will not be speaking about because we are PG. But if you let your mind wander, like, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a recent embarrassing situation, but honestly, I think when stuff like that happens, you just own it and move on, which brings me to my next story, which was during my first semester as a PhD student, I was a TA. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. So it was, I came in person and um, I was responsible for preparing the exams and making different versions and I printed them all out, stapled them, you know, more like administrative tasks on that end, but not necessarily challenging okay Mm -hmm. and so i came to class the class started at i think it was 9 30 or 9 15 i think it was 9 30 and so i came to class at 8 30 because which is so early for julia i am not a morning person especially at this time of her life (laughs) oh yeah i couldn't get her out of bed before like noon 11 on a good day we are getting better i will say we are but like it might as well have been, like, 3 a.m. Actually, it would have been better for you to be 3 a.m. It probably would have been better. Yeah. My mom and I always talk about how the clock strikes 10 p.m. And we're like, okay, let's do our work now. Like, we're ready to go. Ready for the day. I mean, anyways, so I get there at 8.30 in the morning because a student had asked to take the exam early because they had to leave. And so I give them the exam and... Um, they're taking it and then all of a sudden they raise their hand and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I was just wondering, is there a reason that it's missing questions 7 through 12, 39 through 45, 51 through 56? And I was like a a deer in headlights. And so she asked it, or I don't remember who it was. The student asked it to the professor and the professor just looked at me because it was my responsibility. And... I was like, um, that shouldn't be happening. I'm going to go handle it. And so I basically just turned around and ran out of the class. And I had an hour before the real lecture started and I had to handle it. 
And long story short, so we don't get too detailed mm-hmm. in here because I know I'm a long storyteller. Mm-hmm. I ran around all of campus trying to figure out where to print these exams. I went to the library to print it. Then I didn't have any cash. Then I literally was like going to ask this guy if I could borrow cash, like a stranger that worked at the library and would Venmo him like double. I was miserable. Anyways, I figured it out. I came, ended up coming to class like five minutes late, but I fixed all of the exams and I apologized a million times to the professor. And he was like, honestly, it's fine, Julia. Like you demonstrated extreme resourcefulness. Like, and he was granted me so much grace in that situation, but I was mortified. After that, I checked every single page of every exam from then on because I will never allow that to happen again. That's my most embarrassing grad school Great. story. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah. That was a really good question. Thank you. That was, like, my best question. That was a good one. Thank you. Okay. Um, so, something Katie and I talked about the other day is that as undergrads, we feel like we're, we were really impressionable, and um, it's a very formative experience. Mm-hmm. And so, my next question is, what type of person do you wish you had met in undergrad that could have impacted your future grad school life, whether that be preparation for grad school, your experience in grad school, just overall feelings about it. What type of person do you feel like you wish you had at that time? I feel like I wish I had, like, who I am right now, like, my age person, so, like, young 20s, like, 22, 23, 24, um, who isn't this like I don't want to say exceptional person but who's yeah. like down to earth like yeah I make mistakes yeah I do this stuff um so I feel like all you see is like these overachievers or like professors like they're great but they've been out of the game for so long like the application game and also they just they make things sound harder than it is a lot of the time I feel like and I feel like all the grad students I knew were like so intense and I mean they were all nice they were all like whatever but they were just like so intense and I needed someone like me who was like it's fine like you're gonna go to grad school it's gonna be so hard but it's also gonna be so fun to kind of give me like a slap in the face of being like this is like real life you don't need to be like insanely smart like professors aren't gonna be the meanest people ever like and I feel like I participated in that like like, notion yeah because when I was an advisor like I was just telling people like what I had been told by like professors and other older people Mm -hmm. and so like I feel like I helped like perpetrate that mindset when I should have been like I mean, now I would be like, look, it's going to be really hard. You're going to cry sometimes. You're not going to do as well as you think, but like. Or you might do better than you think. Like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Don't freak out over one test. Like, go out and do something fun. Like, it will be okay. Yeah. So I wish I had someone like that. I agree. Calm down. Like, why are you so stressed out? Versus, like, you need to do this, 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 and this because that's what's going to get you there. Because realistically, Mm -hmm. that's not always what's going to get you there. Like, no one was helping my, like, mental well-being during that time. They were just making it worse, which is fine. 
prepare you for the worst, but, like... I think we wish... Calm down. Yeah, like, an overarching theme, I think, for both of us is, like, we wish that someone was, like, not just invested in our success as an undergrad, because I know that that can be challenging to find, but just that someone was, like, look, I understand that this is your end goal, and these are the steps that need to be taken to get there, and this is how you can do it, and you don't need to beat yourself up over every Mm -hmm. little misstep or trip along the way Mm -hmm. like it's going to be okay like you'll get in yeah you'll get in somewhere and I think another thing to add to (laughs) your answer sorry answer but I know we feel the same about this because we talk about this a lot is that um we feel like people act like uh, we think there's a lot of stigma in terms of oh you go to a state school like Mm -hmm. we went to a state for undergrad and it's like oh, why would you apply to, like, a good private school for grad school if you went to a state school? Mm -hmm. Private schools want private school students. And it's, like, realistically, I've talked to multiple faculty and multiple advisors that agree. And it wasn't like I, like, fed them what Mm -hmm. to say. It was, like, off the top of their own heads. They would say, like, it doesn't matter if you went to, like, Berkeley, UC Berkeley Mm -hmm. or, like, Duke University or MIT. If you got, like, not the best GPA... Versus you went to, like, San Diego State and got a great GPA, then most of the time they want the student from San Diego State with a better GPA. But also, going off of that, we, okay, we both went to San Diego State. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, whatever. Who cares? Did I already say that? <laughs> it's fine. Cats out of the bag. Cats out of the bag. <laughs> Surprise. So, we both went to San Diego State. Um, Like, if that was the reason, like, why did I get into NYU? Yeah. And I chose not to go. Yeah, and I go to a private school now. Yeah, and you chose, like... Yeah. Where's the correlation? Yeah. You know? Just because, like, A does not equal C, you know? Yeah. You know, I agree with you 100%. I think there needs to... These limiting beliefs in terms of you have to go to a top-notch Ivy League school in order to become something is so false, and I hate that that narrative Mm -hmm. continues to be perpetrated. But it's also, like, if you look at faculty, especially when you're applying to grad school, you're, like, looking at faculty, you see their CV, you see Most of the time, they literally went to undergrad for something totally unrelated Unrelated, to what the PhD is in, and in the middle of nowhere. It can be, like, the top PhD program for your program yeah and like they went to like bumble frick college yeah you know? and, and it's like when you see that what? and you look at it you're like wow like why didn't anyone tell me that i could do that too it's about what you do and what you make of it i of agree 100 percent. so to kind of summarize yes. spark notes i feel like i needed no help stressing myself out and putting pressure on myself I'm great at that. If you need advice how to make yourself go insane, come talk to me. I will help you. What I needed was someone to, like, talk me off that ledge and be like, girl, you're fine. Yeah. You don't need a degree from Princeton or, like, in, like, that one... That one C in Bio 100. Will not be the end of you. No. 100%. Okay. Fabulous. Moving on. We're making good time. Um, okay. So I feel like this is kind of going off of that. Okay. What would you have done different your first year? So whether that's, huh. like, schoolwork, My freshman year of life, undergrad? No. Oh, PhD. Yeah. Oh. Personal life. 
like work related like anything Hmm. so i feel like it's all interconnected i think Hmm. so i think one thing in a phd is i wouldn't say that this is across the board for all programs but for the most part, once you're in a PhD, your grades don't necessarily matter as mm-hmm. much as they did when you were applying elsewhere. What matters now is your publication, your experience, publications, experience, etc. Mm-hmm. No one is going to pull up your transcript and be like, oh my god, she got an A- minus mm-hmm. in stats? Unbelievable. Like, that's not going to happen. And... You just need, like, a B or better in most programs. Yeah, my program requires a B or better to be considered passing. And, I mean, realistically, I feel like if you're getting less than a B, you probably shouldn't be in the program anyway. So, you know, I don't necessarily think... That's a different conversation. That's a different conversation. I agree. I don't necessarily think that's, like, an outlandish requirement. No. But... I think I felt like I would kill myself. Like, I would work so hard to try to get, like, from an A- minus to an A. Or, like, if I was on the verge between a B plus and an A-, minus, like, I wanted to work so hard to make sure I got that A-. minus. And truthfully, I didn't need to worry that much because, like, for me, I remember I worried with stats a lot because stats mm-hmm. was, like, a really big learning curve for me from undergrad. And so I wanted to feel like I could prove to myself and just to myself more than anything but to anyone that would look at my transcript that I could do this right and I just remember like worrying so much about like an a minus instead of an a in stats classes and then I had like my end of year we have a review every year and you have to like present your transcripts your cvs cv singular blah 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 (laughs) and I like pulled up my transcript and literally it's not like I have bad grades, no obviously, but, like, no one cares that you have an A- minus or whatever. Like, it doesn't, it literally doesn't matter. Even for, like, a master's program, I got an A-. minus. I Ugh. shouldn't have gotten, and I'm not saying that because I think I'm all that. I no, shouldn't have gotten it. Yeah. It was, like, the most political class, the most messed up thing ever. I should not have gotten it. My grade deserved to be an A. And I was upset because it was unwarranted, but also I was like, oh my god, I have an A minus. Like, I, I need a 4.0 for grad school to apply to PhD. No one cared. No one bats an eye. My program director was like, you have all A's, right? I was like, well, I have an A minus. And he's like, okay, and? Yeah. That's an A, like. Yeah, what they mean is that did you successfully pass your classes with, like... No one's looking and judging me because my GPA is a 3.995, yeah. a subtle flex, <laughs> but <laughs> instead of a 4.0. I do get it because, like, we work really hard for our grades. like, And it's also different in undergrad. Yeah. That does play a role, maybe not as big of a role as we should have, like, made us feel, but, like, it's different. Well, I think in undergrad, you're taking a lot more classes, so you have a lot more of a GPA buffer. Mm-hmm. So, like, in undergrad, you didn't really need to worry as much over an A- minus because it's like, yeah, it's an A-, minus, but that's really not going to affect my GPA that much. Like, I'm getting an A in, like, three other classes. Yeah, and it buffers it, you know, it cushions it, versus mm-hmm. in grad school when you take, like, two classes, one and A-, minus. Like, uh. 
feels like it plummets your GPA, which literally no one looks at your GPA except you, mm-hmm. but it matters to you. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Okay. Is it my turn? Or um, yours? Oh, it's yours. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. We just got so <laughs> into we that. We go off on tangent. Um, okay, so this is my last question, and it is... So, this is actually something that I don't even know how I would answer myself. Oh, God. Okay. Um, just because I don't think we think about these things okay. necessarily. But the question is, what do you think is lacking in the grad school application process? So, by this I mean, if you were to give feedback to, you know, whoever is the entity that created these applications, what do you think you would tell them in which areas that it can be improved? Oh my god. Like you hear meow, we had to kick out our special guest because she was attacking me. Our special guest was doing some hunting. Um, we can't have that. So um, yes, she's off the off the radio today. I think maybe this is like a bad answer, <laughs> but like obviously when you apply places, it's all about the numbers. It's like, here's my GPA, here's my CV, here's my letter of rec, like, here's my statement of purpose. But, like, you still don't know, like, who that person is, you know? Yeah. And the only chance you get to know who that person is, is at interviews. But, like, what if, and a huge part of a PhD program or grad school is, like, will this person fit in with the group we already have Mm -hmm. so maybe you have a group of like 4.0 students but all their personalities suck you know yeah like i think i have the best personality (laughs) i think i'm so funny i fit in anywhere but like you don't know that and i think it's like it really is i mean obviously you need the grades you need the experience but like a huge part is personality like the grand program i'm in now you they had them like meet with the prior students and my Mm -hmm. program director was like i will not accept someone if they're not going to fit in with this group i don't care what their grade is like i will not accept someone when you apply in like interview places like there's one place I'm not naming names, mm-hmm. but, like, I would text Julia, and I was like, oh, my God, Julia, like, I'm not going to get along with them. They're too nice. Katie. I'm serious. <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. I forgot about that. And it's, like, not a bad thing. Being nice isn't a bad thing, obviously. And I'm not it's saying It's more I'm of, like, mean. they don't poke fun. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, but I need, like, a little Pizzazz. banter, a little sarcasm, a little, you know. Yeah. Like, let's, like, go at it a little bit. And, like, that's not dumb. I agree. And, like, for that group, like, they need someone nice. I think that also is specific to um, something like a PhD or a master's because mm-hmm. the cohorts are far So smaller. small. Yeah. Like, if me, and I've said this before, I have one friend in my cohort, a cohort of two. If me and her did not get along... It would be the most miserable thing. Yeah. For me, for her, for the professors. Yeah. It's very important. 
interpersonal skills mm-hmm. are crucial is I think a good takeaway. So I just feel like that's what's missing. Like yeah. who are you outside of like your grades and your writing? Like yeah. are you actually a good fit for this program? Like personality wise, like belief wise, I don't know. Yeah. I think what's hard is you really like you said you don't really get to that until it's the op- the interview time. And by then it's like you someone that's really great in terms of like just a very kind person who maybe they've been faced with some sort of unique mm-hmm. life circumstances that have limited their abilities to publish seven articles before yeah. joining the program, but they've actually worked really hard or maybe they experienced some sort of like workplace like malpractice I don't know what to call it but like where they were totally just like you know things just went haywire for them um I not that you necessarily need to like explain that in your application but maybe just like a section that's like after all of your Mm -hmm. grades and stuff and it's like what do you what are you passionate about why is this important to you that is separate from your personal statement mm-hmm. because and that's not about grad school specifically yeah it's not about like why is this program the best fit for you and yeah. how are you gonna add to this program yeah no like who are you as a person that makes you unique that makes you you like what do i need to know about you yeah to know if like you'd be a good fit here yeah because you can't go i would say holistically into any higher education program being like a reserved hermit no you and can't. yeah because I think that it really will limit your ability to succeed you need to be assertive you mm-hmm. need to be able to ask for what you want which you, will be another episode that's another topic how yes. to be a bad bleep <laughs> <laughs> um that's a really good title I like that bookmark it yeah I know add it to the notepad <laughs> um you need to be able to communicate Mm-hmm. to get along with multiple personalities even if it's not someone that you would necessarily be friends with off the streets mm-hmm. but you're they're your colleague and you need to be able to deal with people who maybe annoy you or maybe mm-hmm. aren't your favorite but you still are assigned to work on this project together like the interpersonal skills are crucial yes okay next question is this your last one yes yes okay duh what is the biggest disappointment or difference in what you thought grad school would be versus how it actually is? Oh, so interesting. Um, and it I, doesn't have to necessarily be, like, what you thought your program was right. to this. Just, like... I don't know that I would say that I have a disappointment necessarily. That's why I said it, or difference. I would like, say difference because I think... I was expecting to go into grad school and be um, a shrimp in an ocean, is how I would describe it. A shrimp? A shrimp. A popcorn I shrimp. Thought, a cocktail <laughs> shrimp. so good. <laughs> I thought that I was going to be, this isn't to sound like cocky by any means, but I think I just thought that I was, I made myself seem smaller to myself than mm-hmm. I am, I think. Like, like you'd be drowning. I thought I would be drowning. I thought I would you know, not have anything to contribute, especially in comparison to other students who, for example, may have already had a master's degree. I still feel like that. 
And I do have a master's. I know. Hopefully. You don't say that. You will. <laughs> but I think it's just, I thought that I would struggle. And I honestly, genuinely can say that I don't think I have struggled at all, dare I and say? And that's not to say there's not challenges. A hundred percent. There's not obstacles. There's not really difficult situations to get through. Yes. But it's saying that you weren't there being like, what the F did I get myself into? Like, I was not prepared for this. Why did I come here? Yeah. I think I had a really good attitude in terms of things were hard mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with stats. I always say that. But it's difficult to like, go from undergrad stats. In a PhD, it's going to yeah. be difficult. It's going to be difficult. Exactly. Um, but I think it's being willing to ask for help and admit. I've become really comfortable with admitting when I literally don't know anything mm-hmm. or when I know I'm doing something totally wrong. I feel like I'm very comfortable being wrong. And I'd rather someone tell me I'm wrong so that I can fix it and not do it again versus continue making the same mistake. So anyways, that's a tangent. But I would say the biggest difference is I thought that it would be a lot worse than it was. And I think that's only what I have to thank for that is, first of all, I think I have had a good outlook with grad school and being able to like, oh God, I have a ton of work. How do I get this done? Because at the end of the day, I have always been able to get it done. It's more Mm -hmm. so the process that's difficult. Sometimes we take a minute. Yeah, you just need to regroup and then, you know, you crank it out. The deadlines are always met no matter what, I would say. Oh, yeah. We always Always get it done. the deadlines. Um, we just draw it out You may, like, stress over it. Yes, but the point is the work gets done, which is what needs to happen. Yes. But, um, I also think that the environment I'm in, in terms of, like, really supportive research Mm -hmm. members and advisors, is what has allowed me to maintain sanity. Like, I... I've genuinely never had a single meltdown because of grad school. I've never cried. I have. Well, you won't in PhD. You mm-hmm. cried because you feel pressure from masters to get into PhD. Mm-hmm. Once you achieve which you have now, your end goal, the pressure will be lifted. I think it'll take a semester or two, but it will. We'll make another episode in about a year. A year's time. Has Katie had a meltdown? <laughs> we'll go over Probably, the spreadsheets. Yes. <laughs> But I think, I think that um, I thought it would be worse than it is, and it's really not bad at all. And I genuinely enjoy grad school, and I have not. Again, I haven't cried a single time. I haven't had a meltdown. Has it been challenging? Yes. Have I been overwhelmed? Yes. Have I lost my mind? No. And I think that not yet. Don't say that. <laughs> I think that is very telling. I think the beginnings, the yes. worst too. Yes. Okay. Let's do rapid fire, just like one sentence. Okay. Biggest regret about grad school, the application process, whatever. Okay. I think my biggest regret is kind of generic and kind of mm-hmm. what we talked about is putting so much pressure on myself um, because I think that I would have, I know that I am like determined enough that if I didn't get into a PhD, this is not one sentence, if I didn't get into a PhD, whatever. The first time around, I would have done a master's program and I would have been very fine with that. And then I would have done a PhD after that. And so regardless of what the path would have been, I would have 
I know that my stubbornness would have led me to achieve the end goal regardless of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so I wish I was kind of more go with the flow and you know what, Julia, if this is what you want, you'll get there no matter what. You will fight for it. And so I wish I believed in myself a little more. Well, I was just going to say that too. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I wish I believed in myself and had, like, faith in the hard work I've done in the past. Yeah. Because I think I was like, oh my god, I'm not going to get anywhere. Like, I'm so stupid. Blah, blah, blah. And I wish I was like, kitty. Kitty. Snap out of it. You are a bad bee. I'm a bad bee. I'm healthy, wealthy, rich, and that beep. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Um, Rich. I don't know about that. I'm not rich. I live like I am, but I'm not. You are rich in experiences. Yeah, okay. Um, But, like, I wish that I just had faith. In everything that I had done. Yeah. To get me to that point. Instead yeah. of being like, oh my god. Someone come wipe my tears because I'm so stupid. Yeah. Just look. We're here. Yeah. We're doing it. And the other thing is like, I think whenever we would achieve one thing, like, oh, in undergrad we like would get our name on a paper, for example, and be a co-author. And then it's like, okay, well, what's next? Mm-hmm. Like, it's never enough. You were never just like, wow, I did that. No, yeah, it was never like... Go me. Or if it was, it was one second of, awesome, my name's on the paper. Okay, what's the next paper I can work on, yeah. you know? And I and I think that's good, like this go-getter attitude is good, but also you should celebrate, we should celebrate ourselves more. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think that's, uh, yeah, we need to take that advice. Yeah. We still need to take it. Write it down in the notes. Put it in the notepad. Do Celebrate what we say, not as we self. do. Yes. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, and who else, whatever else, whoever else is watching out there. The cats, the dogs. The cats, the dogs, the, the roaches. The moms, the dads. The roaches? You don't know. I the mean, snakes. a viewer's a viewer. The snakes of grad school are haters. Um... Um, we don't have any, but I wish we did because that's how you, you know you've made it. When people hate sure on you. Sure, someone hates me, just in general. Don't see that. But, okay, ladies. Ladies. That's it. We will see you the next time. We will see you in two weeks for our next episode. Thank you for joining. Thank and you. Have a great day. Bye.